Welcome to Drink, Spin, Run, an RPG talk show. I'm Don Stroud, and I have my lovely co-host here, Adam Muscovich. Thanks for remembering to call me lovely, Don. I always appreciate that when you do. You're uh, welcome. And, uh, well, I'm, as Don said, I'm Adam Muscovich, and with us tonight are James Spawn of Barrel Rider Games. Uh, James, you recently completed an Indiegogo campaign for a Labyrinth Lord class compendium uh, with over 50, 50 classes for Labyrinth Lord, so that might be where our listeners know you from, or they might know you from our, uh, your your work on Cubicle 7's The One Ring. What did you publish, for, or what did you write for them? Um, I work on The One Ring. I, um, I've done work on the Rivendell supplement that just came out. Um, I also wrote an adventure, uh, I've written several things for Rocket Age, their 30 sci-fi Oh, I didn't game. know you did that. That's cool. Um, yeah, I did one of the adventures in Trail of the Scorpion, and I did one of their PDF, uh, adventures called, uh, Warlord of the Gravitic Portal. Wow. That, I, that's a great title. Yeah, uh, also write that us- down. I need that. Yeah, right? I'll do, dude, dude, in, uh, when I was talking with my editor, Ken, Ken Spencer, who's amazing, if he's listening to this, love you, Ken. Um, he said, most games you turn it up to 10. I want you to turn it up to 11, rip the knob off, and throw it across the room. Awesome. And when he would edit it like that, it's just a joy to work with him. Uh, also with us tonight is Noah Stevens of the Hapless Henchman blog. Uh, he also wrote the uh, DCC solo module, Hounds of Hulthrag Keep. Uh, and recent, recently on Google+, Plus, uh, some folks might know him from the No Attacks, which... Uh, was a little thing that he inspired and I codified, um, which basically, anytime you post a picture of something that you bought or that you're thinking about buying on Google+, tell us what you think. Don't just tell us, you know, why we should buy it. Don't just post a picture and think we're supposed to know it. Tell us why. Uh, Noah, tell us about what you do, man. Um, yeah, I've, I've been playing role-playing games for, gosh, since like 82 or 83 or something. You know, long-time D&D guy. Um, I just took it upon myself to uh, do a thing that I love, you know, vis-a-vis solo game book type stuff. You know, you know fight, fighting fantasy, yeah. choose your own adventure, that kind of thing. And the flavor that I, I picked was, you know, Dungeon Crawl Classics. So uh, I read it by uh, Goodman, Goodman Games, and he thought, hey, it sounds like a fun idea and a good treatment. It took me like a year of holding the baby in my left arm and typing with my right <laughs> uh, after, after hours, and so yeah, I think I I, I got it to a, a sellable state in um, I don't know September or something. Uh, I I just submitted the files to uh, Open Bookshelf or whatever it is to to do a six by nine game book version, which will be available in print soon. I think. Thanks. That's actually what I was just about to ask you because I I really I mean. Uh, I've actually been holding off purchasing it because game books are one of those things I gotta hold it. I was a big fan of um, the Lone Wolf series. Oh, yeah, uh, right. Of course, and, me too. Uh, absolutely fantastic stuff. I, I will admit I never did the fighting fantasy stuff because it wasn't until just a few years ago that I knew it existed. Um, wow. Yeah. Well, you have, you, have, you have a long row ahead, <laughs> ahead of you. I mean, go back and find them. The, the, my favorite is uh, The Forest of Doom. Forest of Doom, writing it down. It's going in my notes. All right, uh, dime a dozen. 
All right, so let's go ahead and get into the meat of this podcast, shall we? And uh, we'll start. We're gonna we're gonna start with the uh, the possibly misleading question first. Uh, James Spahn, what are you drinking? I am currently drinking day old star- ground up Starbucks coffee with cream because I, I, generally speaking, do not consume alcohol. But as a new father, old coffee is new life. <laughs> yeah, wow, old coffee, huh? I knew you were going to be drinking coffee. That's why I went with the, you know, the deceptive question first. Um, how can you do that? <laughs> More importantly, with a five-year-old daughter, how can I not? Oh, is it? I don't know, man. One of those people, I think there's always a way to get fresh coffee, but, you know, that's me. <laughs> I, used, I used to drink two pots of coffee a day, so this is nothing. All right. <laughs> uh, Don Stroud, what are you drinking, man? I have Brewery Vivant's. Wizard Burial Ground, which has an epic cover. It's a bourbon barrel-aged quadruple ale. Um, It's a single-batch release for 2015, and it's 10.4. Is that the is that the one with the really cool like Stonehenge you know like menhirs on it? Yeah, Yeah. Donkers brought that to Axe Night a long time ago. I can't remember what. What do you think of the flavor? What's it? What's it like? Um. Here's the weird thing. When you first sip it cold, it's kind of got like a like a sour, mm-hmm. a sour kind of thing. But then when it warms up a bit, you kind of get the bourbon, and it's like really thick on the tongue. Yeah. Um, it's a quadruple ale. It's strong. <laughs> it's I, I have good. a question on that. Uh, do you smoke or anything? Yeah. Would it be a good smoking smoking beer? I don't. I don't know. Because oh, I'm. Uh, I, yeah, okay. I don't know. Sadly, uh, James. Um, I can't. I, I can't answer. I wouldn't be able to answer that for you either. Uh, I quit smoking about two years ago. The thing that bugs me the most is that I can't do what you're doing right now. I really miss a good pipe or a cigar. Oh my gosh. It just it can't. It kills me now. I, I I have a pipe in my teeth if I'm not a sleeper at work. It's it's pretty horrible. Noah Stevens, what are you drinking? Um, at the moment, uh, I just finished. I'm, I may have to pop off to the bathroom. I just finished about a half gallon of Twining's. English breakfast tea, and now I'm working on a uh, a bottle of uh, Heavy Seas Cutlass Amber Lager. I thought, you know, it's got a skeleton. And, oh, yeah. I mean, you know, it's easy to drink. I confess the, the liquor store near my house has some really terrible choices, and the aisles are way too small, so I wouldn't be a good dungeon delver because I'm, I get a little claustrophobic. I did last week have this thing. Uh, it was an analog of some Kentucky bourbon ale that was pretty amazing. And then the guy gave me a shock top. Uh, it was like some kind of uh, close approximation of this beer, hmm. um, but I can't find it anywhere else. So, <laughs> yeah, I, I've noticed how many, how prevalent the bourbon ales have been lately, or bourbon stouts. Um, you know, I, we, I talk all the time about Dragon's Milk and how much I love that. Uh, Is that oh, a stout? That stuff's delicious. Uh, oh yeah, I, it's fantastic. I love a good stout. I don't drink very often if, because I'm poor. It's not that I don't like to drink; it's that I'm poor and I won't drink cheap <laughs> shit. Um, so James, that's, that's worth taking some time to find it. You know, uh, you're in Massachusetts, right? No, I'm in Maryland. Maryland. Oh, ah, sorry. Me too. You are really, you're in Maryland. Where are you? Like, Whereabouts? Yeah, we're, uh, Fred. I mean, I'm outside of Salisbury. Man, we need uh, to hook no, up. No uh, shit. I didn't realize you were that okay, close. Okay. Keep going. Awesome. Yeah, cool. Hey, speaking of the, uh, heavy seas, I remember Arr. like, Two summers ago, they they had a really good IPA, and I forgot the title of it, but I drank it till I got tired of it. 
Uh, <laughs> great story, man. Man, I wish great I could remember. Until I ran no. around. <laughs> it was it was it was my go to like that the, that whole summer. It was heavy seas, blah 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 IPA. And I'm gonna figure it out for the show notes. But I wanna ask you a question, yeah. Adam. What are you Why drinking? I'm so glad you asked, because I'm drinking I'm really glad I discovered this. It's a fifth voyage coconut porter from Cranker's Brewery Ooh. in uh, Big Rapids, Michigan. I thought it was Grand Rapids, but it's Big Rapids. This not stuff, quite as grand, right? Yeah, it's just big. Um, this stuff is good. Um, it's kind of like drinking a Mounds Bar. Oh, but not all the sweet. If you could just take a bottle of that, put it in a box, and send it to Maryland, yeah. that would be. <laughs> right there. Man, this stuff. This is good. I uh, I actually was worried. I was telling Don before the show. I was like, I'm worried about how fast I can consume <laughs> this stuff. I don't. I I want to be mm. remain conscious for the entirety of the show. So uh, I will be. No, the second down. the second half is the lively one. This is just the oh, warming well, up. <laughs> the, the this is the getting to know you period. Where you know right, all exactly. these. Guys, I get to talk to all these guys I've been talking to like via Hangouts and Google Plus posts for you know a couple of months, and now I'm actually like like face to face, and you know that's it's it's a it's an interesting warm up to the real conversation. It's true, yeah. Show us the bottle. I'm curious. I'm oh, gonna, yeah. Hold your okay. bottles up. Yeah, sorry. Uh, the viewers at home can't see. It's, but, yeah, it's uh, oh, there we go. Oh, girl. Yeah. Uh, that's nice. I like that. Yeah, I like her. She's, she's you know, she's a coconut bra and everything. Check her out. Oh, right there. Yeah. Ooh. You know? the, the last time I drank anything with coconut was coconut rum, and I drank a handle of coconut, of some cheap, horrible coconut rum in an, in two hours. Mm. I drank the entire handle. It was... Yeah, that's a... That's, oh. It's very deadly stuff, it's, man. The, the, <laughs> coconut the, around ger- the goes German down in me came out. It was uh, so you started. It's a very dangerous and, proposition, yeah. lads. Yeah. <laughs> oh, uh, hey, that uh, heavy seas I liked was the loose cannon. Loose, yeah, cannon. that's all over yeah. the place here. Yeah. It's- so that brings us to the next topic of conversation. I'm going to go opposite the way we went last time. Uh, Noah Stevens, right. what are you spinning? Okay, so uh, as a dad and a guy who's been out of the game of music for like 20, almost 20 years. I'm trying to pick up new stuff, and uh, my new thing is to go to, like, Goodwills. Mm-hmm. So l- lately, I'm trying to digest a lot of Carpathian Forest. Oh, okay. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know those guys. Yeah. Yeah, and some Emperor. Uh, um, a buddy of mine was, uh, he's real keen on a lot of, like, big, heavy, operatic doom metal bands. Mm-hmm. He took me to see, uh, I saw three shows of Wolves in the Throne Room. Yes. Love those guys. So I don't know if it was you that mentioned them, but I wanted it the other day, but I wanted to like perk up. So, oh, I've seen those guys live a whole bunch through no fault of my own. <laughs> um, yeah, he always brings me to Maryland Death Fest on uh, Memorial Day. We always, oh, nice. Yeah, and it's you know it's a good experience for me to smash my musical horizons into. Uh, into but other than that, you know, it's a lot of Curious George and. Um, Disney music, mm. uh, not the Frozen thing, but sometimes I do wake up in the morning with that thing pinging around in my head. So. I have the theme to Sophia the First stuck in my head, so I feel yeah, your yeah, my kid knows that one. Sir, I I don't even know how she knows it because I don't think we play it for her in the house. She just like got it from osmosis from culture. So. It's crazy how it works. I'm happy to say I can't relate to you guys on that front. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Oh, it worries me though. My wife and I are now expecting our first, and it's gonna. So it's going to be awesome. This is actually. I'm sorry. This is the new DSR. That's the DSR reveal. Is yeah. And by the time this actually is on, you know, normal record, you know, um, yeah. So we're expecting our first in, Ju- in July. Beautiful. So yeah, we're awesome. excited. Boy or a girl? We don't know yet. Boy. We'll find out next month. Oh, so, hardcore. Yeah. I, I, okay. Real talk. 
Um, this is this is my first. Uh, no, how many kids do you have, Noah? This is my first, maybe my okay. only. That's just okay. too expensive. That's yeah. I'm kind of in the same boat. <laughs> I found the first eight weeks to be complete and total utter fucking seventh layer of hell. Mm-hmm. How did our species manage to procreate this long? And then the light switch comes on, and it's awesome. It's a complicated was- mix of hormones and sleep deprivation. Yep. Yep. Weakness. Uh, lack of resolve. I mean, you could just you could just drop that baby, run for the hills, and forget all about it. I, I remember holding her, just looking like, go to sleep, literally crying, go to sleep. Yeah, are you, are you taking notes there, Muscovich? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, uh, my Father wife. Fatherhood's a beautiful thing. We, I have 14 nieces and nephews, um, and doesn't count. that's on my wife's side, so we've seen... Like, you know, all of it happening, you know? Um, so I'm kind of actually pretty well prepared. Um, <laughs> as much as one can be, which is, you know, never enough, right? Like, because I, I, like, I, I, I embrace that. I understand that i you know, like, totally unprepared for everything. It's like watching a, a, a war happen on CNN and then being there on the front line is the only comparison I can make. <laughs> It's it's awesome though. It's absolutely sleep deprived. You'll go insane, but it's so cool and so <laughs> worth it. Yeah, when the time comes, if you need any help, just uh, just holler. I'll send you a couple web links or something. I'll be, hey man, hang in there. Yeah, dude, dude, yeah. Because there there will be times when you'll be like, I can't do it. I just I, I cannot do this, and then you will. It'll be awesome. It's different for everybody. Yeah. It could be a dream. Yeah, you yeah. never know. She could, yeah, I don't. I, you know, it'll make could, your. Uh, it would make your life easier if you grew some lactating breasts yeah, right now. You're right. My kid yeah. did that to me. Yet. Are we man, really setting off a paranoia button in my house? She reached into my <laughs> shirt for the first time. It was like boobies. <laughs> and we, you're you like, know, nope. We're, uh, we're like, you're barking up the wrong tree there, little, little lady. It's not going to happen. See, see, Trixie yeah. hasn't tried uh, that yet. We're like, it's a natural process. They have to discover the. Uh, other sex. My father used to uh, use me as a joke for um, uh, female friends. Uh, he would, when they were holding me, he'd command, he'd just say, nurse! And then I would I apparently go to town, or try to. Awesome. <laughs> Power word, nurse. He's a good man. That's yeah, great. It came close. It actually still works, Adam. <laughs> it does. Yeah. Wow. Nurse, Adam, nurse. It doesn't work over You're the internet. Me. You have to be in the same room as me. And then, no, the, and boob- the boobies are all glass you know? now. It's They're glass. <laughs> Keep drinking, it'll fill up that hole inside. <laughs> Oh wow, that was a fun digression. Thanks, guys. <laughs> hey, yeah, what are we? What else are we here? For? Yeah, I know, right? That's actually that's what podcasting is, right? Don, what are you spinning? Oh me, yeah. Behemoth again. I'm oh, back to Lucifer. Behemoth is always good, though. It's like such a good album, and it came out last year. Yeah, this was the uh, the new um, one, right? The Lucifer. Yeah, yeah. that's a great album. They're going to be in town next month. I might go. I might not. I'm kind of too old for shows. Shut up. No one's too old for shows. Nobody's too old for shows. Like, seriously. I don't know. I've it's never on a Monday night. too old for shows. I mean, not even my grandma was too old for shows. She just Monday was. night, dude. <sighs> That's horrible. That's the worst night for a show. Yeah, isn't that weird where you're at that point in yeah. your life where like, fuck, i got to be at work the next day. Exactly. I don't know I, if I can yeah. do that. Like a forty-five minute drive, <laughs> and then parking, oh, and then I got to drink. Damn. My kids at the show then, being a pain in where, the ass. Right, exactly. Where am I going to hide my baby? <laughs> yeah, see, you know, 
Yeah, you know what's up. <laughs> We're uh, there will be a time. There will be a time uh, in twenty twenty two when you can go to a show again. Adam. Right. Yeah. Uh, well. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We got some plans <laughs> to uh, to to mitigate a couple of factors. So I mean, I know that you know it's going to be almost all my time, but you know, still, it's really not. It's not that bad. All right. It's a beautiful process. James, what yeah. are you spinning? Um. I've been working, I always spin based on what I'm writing, um, mm-hmm. and lately it's been uh, Judas Priest, Wilson Pickett, uh, Metallica, uh, a little bit of Stones in there, um, just dishes? dishes? No, no, I've been listening to Dishes. Sorry, my wife was talking to me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to go Nurse. Right. Nurse doesn't nurse, work nurse. if you're not in the same room. <laughs> um, that's that's been a lot. It of does it. make me take a drink though, so maybe it there does. We go. Oh. Um, let's see, Rob Zombie. Um, a lot of road tunes, basically. Um, yeah, yeah, I know where where that's coming yeah, from. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, because I said something on Google earlier today. I'm working on a road book, so uh, always put my music where my writing is. Um, Obviously, in general, I listen to a lot of Tolkien-based stuff because that's really what I am. Um, but right now, it's it's a lot of a lot of metal, um, particularly out of the '80s. So that's pretty much it. There's some good stuff in there. Yeah. So so here's the thing. I mean, you know, and this pops up on the old G Plus a lot, and I think there's even probably ten threads for it in the, in the DCC community. Uh, I mean, if you're going to start on you know, just broad fantasy type, uh, heavy metal or you know rock. Where, where do you begin? What, what's that one? The sword, right? Is that a? Yeah, they're kind of they're they are very prevalent in the DCC community. It's one of those things that pretty much all of us who've been around for a while. That's one of the big bands. Um, I also recommend Three Inches of Blood. Yeah, Three Inches of Blood is yeah. fantastic. Very fantasy metal. Um, they're less Appendix N and more like, you know, like, uh, just D&D metal pretty much. Like, they have a song called, yeah. uh, Destroy the Orcs. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so uh another one, well, I guess Wicked Tron spelled all with Y's. Uh, they're, 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 they're a band I like an awful lot. Uh, they're a lot of fun. They kind of, they do this like two vocalist thing. They kind of, they kind of have a little bit of the new wave of British metal kind of guitars. Um, but then like, like, um, more like, uh, Iron Maiden than Judas Priest. But like the vocals are kind of Judas Priest. Like when I first heard them back in 2004 with that advanced vanquish, I'm like, holy shit, it's Iron Maiden and Judas Priest together with like some modern sensibilities. And I was blown away. Yeah. Wait a minute. I love spell that this, album. Spell this for uh, me so I can three, type it in. The number three right? inches of blood. Oh, I thought you were talking about the Wicked Tron. Well, that's all one. That's that's a song by Three Inches of Blood. Yes. Yeah, oh, okay. Yeah. Well, all right. um, but uh, I, I, yeah, I would be remiss um, if I didn't mention. Of course, everyone's going to know it. Blind Guardian. Yeah, love me some oh, Blind yeah. Guardian. Guardian's a classic. Yeah. Um, just because they, they're they're never not awesome. But I mentioned this on uh, uh, the last podcast we recorded. It's not up yet. But uh, another one that I like an awful lot is Colossus. I don't think their recordings are perfect. Um, I think that their vocal recording could be a little bit better. But uh, they define themselves as adventure metal. They do songs about Dune, songs um, that uh, or songs about the secret of Nim. <laughs> um, hmm. That's my kind of action. And they have a song called Blades Against or Swords Against Death. 
And no, oh shit, it is, that's it is, awesome. It's it's straight up Fritz, uh, Fritz Lieber. It's fantastic. Um, which brings me to what I have been spending. I won't even wait for someone to ask. Um, I just recently, uh, again, a lot of stuff I get into, it's because of um, James McGeorge. And um, if you want to follow one person to hear about awesome music, it's James McGeorge. This dude is always going to shows, always finding out new stuff. Um, he's also a hell of a writer, so a uh, really cool guy to have in your circles on G+. Um, but uh, The Heavy Eyes, uh, really cool, like, 70s, like, early 70s metal. Um, a little more Sabbath than Zeppelin, um, and definitely worth the listen. Uh, their stuff isn't, like, directly, like, nerd metal themed, but uh, it kind of has, like, that classic Wizard Van feel. I started following him based on basically your replies would pop up in my thread. And mm-hmm. I'll say the same thing I said when I found kick ass stand. If you're not following this, you're wrong. <laughs> he's, a, he's, a, he's a really clever dude. I, uh, he's, he's one of the Metal Gods players. I've known him. Well, it was weird. I'd known him for like, I guess almost two years when I finally met him at Gen Con this year. And it was like, it was amazing. Like our whole like Metal Gods family, like clicked immediately and, you know, we're closing out bars every night and destroying ourselves and having a wonderful time. Um, but absolutely one of the best people on G Plus for music recommendations. Awesome dude to follow. Oh, so let's move on, shall we? Yeah. All right. Let me start this one. James, um, what are you what reading? What am I reading? Um, right now, I'm reading Classic Car Wars. Nice. And Is that the new one that just got reissued? Yeah, and Mutant Future. Okay. Um, uh, other than that, um, I'm always reading Tolkien in some capacity, um, because I'm not obsessed or anything. Uh, And I'm reading a really good book right now called The Time Traveler's Guide to Medieval Europe um, for gaming purposes. And it's it's a really, really interesting, like, it is literally like a tour guide through medieval Europe, and it tells you what, you know, this is what the countryside was actually like and how dangerous things actually were and what parts of the city were really, really effing dirty that you wouldn't think of. And, you know, it's just, it's Mm -hmm. really great for bringing those kind of subtle elements of life to your game, you know, and, and, yeah. and I, I love it for that. So I highly, highly recommend that. Um, that's pretty much it. That's what I'm devouring at the moment. Cool. Noah, mm. what are you yeah. reading? Reading, uh, you mean game wise or like whatever, fiction? Whatever you got. Uh, just what's on whatever, your staff, man. Yeah. What's on the top of your staff by your bed? Uh, a lot of, uh, eight, uh, 19th century English anonymously penned pornography. Awesome. Yeah, yeah, freely available on Gutenberg.org. In in a gamer capacity, actually, well, we'll get to that later, man. In a gamer capacity, yeah, I'm going to leave that as an awkward cliffhanger. In a gamer mm-hmm. capacity, um, I, I'm about half, well, actually, I'm literally halfway through the, well, uh, the, di- the, the new earth, the son of the, di- uh, what's the one with, uh, Gene Wolf, that's his name. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, you know, it's like the Shadow shit. of the Torture series. There, yeah, that's the one, right? And yeah. the Claw of the Reconciliator or whatever it is. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. Uh, yeah, I read the first uh, one. I haven't read further. Do you like them? Yeah, well, yeah. it's pretty heavy duty stuff. Um, now I have gotten, you know, I've gotten vibes from the community that it's a thing that I probably should have read about twenty five years ago, mm-hmm. like a lot of things. But uh, it's it's so chock full of. Uh, you know, like metaphor, yeah. and it's just it's really dense. And from the impression that I get, there's going to be a real heavy duty reveal soon. 
Oh wow! Uh, you know, yeah, I can't. You know, I can't commit to the kind of time that it takes to get into a deep, you know, several readings through type thing. So I'm I'm pacing myself, and then you know, I'm just trying to absorb the seventh edition rules of fucking Warhammer forty fucking k. <laughs> sons of bitches! Seventh edition? They're on seventh edition now. Yeah. So yeah, it's a fucking murderous. Cr- those I'm gonna I'm gonna report them to the so, hangers. So That's how just, is that uh, third mortgage on your house working out then? I, it's the only thing I can afford other than this occasional beer. My wife, she she lets me have the money uh, if I don't tell her how much I'm spending. <laughs> that's, that's actually how Barrel Rider yeah. Games came to be. My wife said to me one day, you spend too right. much money on gaming books. You need to find a way to make more money if you want right. to do this. Yeah, she said, you know, I know you're not in it for the money, but could maybe you be in it for the money like a little bit? Some, some <laughs> money for some money? Nice. Some, yeah, I'm not exactly. afraid to say there's been a thing or two I've put out because I'm a whore. Well... Uh, everybody's got their reasons. That's cool. <laughs> and their price. This, I, I, right, this yeah. will say, hey. The good thing about it is that, uh, you know, with the thing behind me and published, like, I'm now, like, churning up, uh, you know, like, a bonus on, like, a publisher's account on RPG okay. Now so that I can I can buy things on credit that before I would have had to, like, furtively steal at, like, 2 o'clock in the morning on a Saturday night when everybody was asleep. The coolest thing in the world is when you get up in the morning, you look at your publisher account, you're like, hey, somebody bought a bunch of my shit overnight. Yeah, that's a, uh, yeah, it's a good feeling. That's the reason why I'm reading so much 18th century British porn. <laughs> good. What no, race? I mean, literally, it's because I like that feeling, and it seems to me that there's a, there's a market for that somewhere. And it could be fun to write. Yeah. Why not? Yeah, Go sure. Go for it, man. Sure. What yeah. race do you play in uh, 40K? Uh... Uh wow yeah I've you know I've been we're, I've been slogging through a, uh, an an IG army for about five years now and I have a right. couple of squads of sisters of battle which oh, yeah. are I mean theoretically speaking it would be a lot of fun to paint because they're sexy they're all the same they're, color yeah they're all yeah. fucking they're all fucking chunky and they have the tiniest stupid little details yeah. and I tell you like uh, every time I paint a couple I like that's it I'm out of this fucking hobby yeah um. And then, you know, it takes a couple of weeks and I go over and drink beer with some guys on Sunday morning. And I say, oh, you know, that's not so bad. Maybe I'll bring these sisters again next time. Nice. I, yeah. I haven't uh, read anything past probably fourth edition rules, yeah. but I have tons of uh, space orcs sitting down here. Nice. I'm I'm yeah. also a well, fourth you, edition you know, guy with uh, with yeah. Warhammer, and that's what I I played space orcs too. They're just the most fun, man. Oh, nice. It's, yeah. it's good sure. stuff. Yeah, liquor red paint only- makes everything go fast. Yeah, I'm apparently right. the only person ever who preferred fantasy. Uh, well, I, now I don't really even play like I don't play modern Warhammer at all. Oh, I play like the, I haven't played in I haven't played in 15 years. But when I did, I played fantasy. Yeah, so. I, I see. I, nobody played fantasy around me when I was growing up. You know, mm-hmm. um, so I actually nobody played around me when I was growing up. So it was all just yeah. me and. Uh, it was a lot easier for some reason to get a hold of 40k stuff than anything else. So it was more about what was what was available, you know. That now I've always been mad. I, I never saw. I mean, I don't know how it is now, but back then I never saw official halfling armies. And I'm like, no, I need my half. They were uh, they were for Warhammer Fantasy. They were always like an ally list for Empire, right? Right, exactly. They, they never had their own unit. I would stack them up with some dogs of war, but it just wasn't right. the same. It could be done now, but it would be very expensive. Uh, if I mean, if you're curious, I mean, the 7th edition, actually, uh, it's fast and loose. It's very permissive. Uh, I, you know, I've only played even number editions and Rogue Trader and, like, Necromunda. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. Um, I can, you know, I can tell you that I've had more fun playing this one than I had the past couple iterations. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's uh, they promote. I mean, they promote some uh, fast and liberal play. It's kind of fun, yeah. you know. It's sort of like the same philosophy that drives me back to RPGs. Yeah. And I'm sure the rule book is only like a hundred bucks now. <laughs> and each like race book is <laughs> exactly. only like thirty five. Let, let me show you. Okay, so I told my buddy, right, the guy who run who ran the, ran the meetup group for it. Uh, this is the this is the box set that it comes with, right? There's mm-hmm. these, this is not the rule book. This is the fluff book and the picture mm-hmm. book. I was like, hey, man, give me a rule book. And so what I got about uh, three weeks later was a $75 volume, right? And he, mm-hmm. he purchased it, and he was like, oh, if you don't want it, I'll just sell it to somebody else. But now I was like, fuck, man. He bought this. He laid out his own coin for it. Yeah. So I gave it back to him. And then I realized when I got home that it's a book of pictures that I think I've mostly seen before. Oh, yeah. <laughs> They're murderous criminals, those fuckers. <laughs> M-E-G-W. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, the rules are fun. The rules are fun. Hmm. My favorite's always going to be, you know, I, I mean, I'm more of an I'm an old hammer guy, you know. So my favorite's always going to mm. be third edition um, Warhammer uh, and and Rogue Trader. That's that's going to be my shit my whole life. Because I, I mean, I guess that's yeah. what I what I got into, you know. Those are the the, right, sure. the classic issues of of White Dwarf from the you know the 80s that just you know Definitely. set my youthful mind ablaze. You know, right? Mm-hmm. Imagine, imagine eight-year-old me like at the center spread of uh, Dragon Number eighty-seven or whatever the fuck it was, like just lusting over these pictures of some, you know, like a orc in a astronaut suit or yeah. some shit. And I was just like, <laughs> my brain was like, "What in the hell is going on here?" You know, it took, you know, yeah. I mean, Citadel miniatures probably took my brain. I, I, I think I'm looking, looking back. I prefer, I much prefer the British strain of. RPGs than you know standard run of the mill TSR stuff after after a certain. Point. I mm-hmm. agree, <laughs> mm-hmm. very much so. I, I I think I know when that point is too. For me, it's about about yeah. 1982 <laughs> is is when something that like point, that. Yeah, right, everything yeah. changes yeah. for me. It's my my first my per, my first purchase of RPG books was the Theme Folio. That's yeah. I mean that's how I. That's how I perceive everything oh. in D and D. Why have how Stacked have we how are we you know not how do we not talk like every day? Noah, this doesn't make sense. Well, I thought we do, like don't we? <laughs> we kind of do, yeah. I mean, you know, in passing, yeah. right? We're in the same in the same circle. All right, right, so Don, I'm going to bring this back to topic, and I'm going to ask you, Don, what are you reading? All right. Um, last time we recorded, I was reading Hogfather. Yeah. Yes. Well. I just uh, I just decided to continue on, and I had not read uh, Raising Steam yet, Ooh. so I'm about mm. halfway through that. Is I it good? Because I haven't, I've never touched it. Yeah, yeah. It's I mean, it's you know, it's more uh, Moist Van Ludwig or mm-hmm. whatever his name mm-hmm. is, uh, which I, like I kind character. of enjoy those. He's a yeah, cool character. yeah, yeah. So, and it's about, of course, steam and steam powered locomotives. It just well, it felt to me like I wasn't sure if it was it was the steampunk bandwagon a chugging on. No, um, thank goodness it's not because I poop on steampunk. I, I used to be I used to be very very hardcore into the steampunk thing. And oh yeah. then I, I went to my first steampunk con and I was like, these are the same assholes that drove me away from Vampire the Masquerade. I'm yeah, going yeah, over here. Yeah, yeah. They just uh, switched over. Adam. And now they're the uh, Are you reading- social justice warrior, you know, folks on uh, on Google Plus and Twitter and wherever, right? So t- t- go to go to Tumblr and just punch your screen yeah. over and over yep. again. Oh, I know that guy from the internet. That one you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> I, I, I can't bet. I'm not here to bet. No, me place. neither, really. Uh, it just happened. We'll do it. We'll do it at the <laughs> <Yeah>. break. <laughs> they can still hear us at the break. Off air. Yeah, we, we don't go off air again. We did that last time. It was a. Oh, we don't. Uh, oh boy. The live part stays, but we'll we'll stop recording <laughs> uh, our individual. Yeah. So, um, Mr. Muscatich, yeah, what am I reading? Are you? Are you reading some kind of weird steampunk uh, porn? I'm not reading steampunk or porn. And right. for once, I'm finally, I'm finally finished uh, all of my Gardner Fox stuff. I, I oh, don't nice. have any more Gardner Fox books that I haven't read, and um, I, I can break the habit now. And nice, it'll, nice. It'll be good. Probably great for our listeners when they get to hear yeah. me stop talking about Gardner Fox for a while. Uh, yeah, and I'm sure that uh, your wife was very thankful that you stopped throwing her on the bed. I don't know what you're talking about, man. That kid had to get made somehow. Because, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and I and we'd, lo- and we'd like to thank Gardner side, Fox Don, for that. Jeez, yeah. uh, what the hell's wrong with you? You're Don? like, uh, I don't, I don't know. I was just, I just threw her on the bed. I will, I will tell you though that Kyrick Warrior Warlock ended while the plot was predictable. The misogyny was not. Um, it, it, it happened in an interesting oh manner my. that was like, it was, it was actually far more poignant than the stuff you find in Kothar. So, uh, yeah, it was, it was, um, it wasn't quite gore levels, but you know, it was, Oh, I was just going to ask, is this gore misogyny? Not that bad. But I mean, this is about the same time that those novels were being written and you know, it's, I'm glad it's over, but I'm glad I read it. Um, so now uh, I'm still reading that Joe Abercrombie book, uh, like before I go to bed and stuff. Uh, but I did just recently uh, pick up, uh, and by pick up I mean to read. I've had it for a while. Uh, Andre Norton's Warlock of Witch World. That was one of those purchases that, like, I had. I didn't know anything about it. I don't know anything about Witch World. Uh, the cover was fucking amazing. You know, it was like one of those you know tripped out '70s covers. I was like, this is badass. I got to read this. Um, or at least I've got to have this for its cover. And I'm reading it, and apparently I missed like 17 books in this series or something, and I'm coming in on book number oh, 18. Yeah. So yeah. I've got all of this backstory that I'm slogging through that for some reason you got to know to know what's going on. I don't really think you mm-hmm. probably need to know for a book that's only like, a, you know, maybe 200 pages because it's one of those old, you know, trade paperbacks. Right. But yeah. um, it's, uh, it's, yeah, nah, it's not living up yeah. to its cover yet. You know, uh, I've never read any of those Andre Norton books. I've never read any Andre um, Norton until now. I know that she's she's a it's a she, right? Andre Norton's a she. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. She's yeah. like one of the and, big like appendix N folk. Yeah, and all those Witch World ones were her like big ones or whatever, right? Yeah, that's kind of her claim yeah, to yeah. fame, apparently. Well, there's apparently a lot of them, and I am on like somewhere in the middle, eighteen. Yeah. So yeah, that's not a good place to start. Uh, well, you never know. I mean, you might have been able to start at, uh, Star Wars. With Empire, you know, and then you just have an inflated sense of what the movies are supposed to be. Well, well, there's only one that's movie the middle, that, so you're not missing. You know, you know what you miss though is Luke being a whiny bitch. So what's wrong with that. missing Luke being a whiny bitch? He's a whiny bitch a little bit on Dagobah, Dagobah, but that's it. Luke's Luke's a whiny bitch in all of those movies, and I Lizzo love it. and Jedi. What's that? But, uh, I mean, just only. Oh, it I, seems like like after A New Hope. Whenever you see Luke on Dagobah. Oh, come on. Oh, come on. Father, oh, come on, please. Man. What was yeah, that? Uh, right. There's an edit, yeah, or a, or a sequence that the movies are supposed to be watched in that, like, makes the whole thing better. 
and sort of like straightens out the prequel series. He goes, I think, it's it's oh, it's watching them well asleep. <laughs> oh, yeah, right. No, no, more than sequence, that. The proper sequence to watch those movies is the Clone Wars television series, episode four, episode yeah, five. Oh, the Clone Wars TV series. No, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let's back this up. I'm gonna say you mean Clone Wars, not the Clone Wars. Yes, I mean, I mean the the 3D animated. No. Not that one. Yes. No, not that one. No, no, no. I love no, that, that one. I love that them both. So bad. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Well, how far? Hold on, hold on, hold on. How long did I got you give it? it? I got like through that? the second season because the first season is crap oh. and it gets better after the first season. The first season, season is bad. The first season is bad. Okay, let me put it this way. But did you the, see the, the, the Gendy Tartakovsky uh, like Clone yes, Wars series? That was, yeah. was amazing. It was. It, it was, yeah. was pretty. It was pretty. And it was decent but, storytelling, uh, man. It was far better than it was. It was the, the prequels it was, that surrounded it. Was it was wushu. It was oh yeah. Well, yeah, that's not yeah. saying much. Um, Samurai Samurai Jack was a was a work of uh, that I think I'll probably introduce my kid to. Is well, let's put it this way, Adam. By the end of the clone of Clone Wars television, the 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 3D animated, you actually like Ahsoka. I don't know, man. That's a lot of work. I'm tell- I know. I didn't believe it either. I was. Either. I guess. I guess part of it was like once I got to the part with the Mandalorians, I was like, "Fuck this!" <laughs> oh my god! All the fanboy rage over the Mandalorians want peace. What? That sucks, man. Mandalorians well, well, can't no, want no, peace. It makes, it fucking makes, Mandalorians are ruthless no, sons of no, bitches. They'll so blast you in your fucking sleep. It makes sleep. sense because That's Boba what... Fett is the most useless fucking combatant ever. He's a pretty guy in a, in a neat costume uh, who does nothing. You guys, you guys are messing with my childhood now, and I'm, I've checked yeah, out. Yeah, that's that's right. Let's move this along because I mean, Talk. we're kind of stuck. I will, I will. One last Star Wars note. I will say that the new Rebel series is fantastic. It's, they should have called it. That they should is, have called it D six the series because that's what it feels like. It feels like it, it does. It straight up feels oh like god. old Star Wars D six. No, you're right. Oh my it, god, I it was it was good it. stuff. Which is actually on uh, right now, or just the episode, the new episode just ended. So if oh, if you're watching yeah, this instead yeah, of that. I, you're doing it right. That's good. We have one viewer, in case you <laughs> guys can't see that down at the bottom. We don't have any questions yet. We can. Viewers can. I can't. I don't see anything. Okay. Uh, down below. Yeah. Anyway. Um, you know, we uh, we had 12, and then the Star Wars talk started. And they all wandered off. I'm sorry. Now they're, they're like, all like <laughs> writing these horrible screeds about us. And Quick, our make up a, make up a randomized table. Call Boba Fett a shit bag <laughs> once, and people get so pissed. <laughs> Yeah, that's uh, James Spawn. Uh, <laughs> uh, all right, so let's move on to the last little bit of this part of the show. Uh, and I'll ask James, since you and I just had that fun little uh, interlude there, what are you running? Um, right now, I'm not in anything. I've been on a very long hiatus since the birth of my child and a couple months before. But I am planning, I'm trying to find out whether we're going to play AD&D 2nd Edition or 1st Edition D6 Star Wars. Um, my group really, really wants to play AD&D 2nd, but even that might be a bit too rules-heavy for my time. So I'm trying to inch them towards Star Wars D6, but they, they really, they really want to play AD&D. So we're probably going to end up playing that. The, uh... So the D6, the West End Games D6 Star Wars is one of my favorite systems of all time. Uh, I will say the, that Second Edition oh, so does have some stuff that's worth checking out, though. Absolutely, I, I'm I'm a fan of Second Edition, revised and expanded. I just like First the best. the 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 big thing to me, the big selling point on First Edition Star Wars, and this is a tiny deal that only people who are big into that game will understand: speed codes. 
Yep. Thank you. That's that, the that's most important thing. Like that made the game. You know. Uh, yep. Uh, instead of like saying, "Oh, your Tie Fighter moves this many squares per uh, per round," yep. it was it's two d six. You know, yep. and so you. I I genius that and. And the selling point for me was the failed Jedi. I'm a drunk asshole who failed at being a Jedi. Yeah. Play this. I think that's a moment of genius that really opened up the game. That's me, except without all the magic powers. Well, the magic powers <laughs> come after the beer, Noah. You just need to drink more oh, beer. Okay, right, hold see, on. I always interpreted it as the, 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 that bottle, because I started with a bottle of rock gut whiskey in their possessions. <laughs> I, I kind of figured that that's, their, their skills had atrophied because of the <laughs> bottle of rock gut yeah, whiskey. Yeah, it kills all the midichlorians, man. You can't yeah. do that. I, I've seen it. I've seen so, so many people do so many different things with that template specifically. Just, it's, the, the creative nature of that game is just amazing. It's really mm-hmm. solid, yeah. I, it's always I, one of my favorites. I, I, I picked up the new Fantasy Flight version, and it's good, it's pretty, it's slick, but you just, there's so much shit you have to do before you can play the game, there, and I just want to be able to sit down and go pick a character and go. Yeah, there's a lot of charm that rubs off with that, uh, with the Fantasy Flight stuff. There's stuff that I love about the rules, but the, 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 a lot of the charm is just kind of sanitized. It's not as bad as the, as the, the Wizards of the Coast stuff, but. Uh, Star D&D? Saga edition of that was okay, but the rest of it, the class and level does not make any sense for for Star Wars. Anyway, let's move on. Because <laughs> we could probably stop, keep talking about Star Wars role-playing games all night. Uh, Noah, what are you running? Um, within the past month, I've done a couple of games of uh, Into the Odd. That's right. I meant to show yeah, up to a couple was, of those. It's a nice... Well, I meant to show up to the first one, because <sighs> I didn't show up to the first one. I, I, I knew that the second one was like totally full up. You know, I don't. I don't have usually. A, I'm not a continuity focused mm-hmm. guy, and I don't like. You know, we we always. It's it's cool to be on G plus because the people that like gravitate to my games are not really focused on campaigns or any of that shit. We do more like a. Uh, I try to get across like tone mm-hmm. more than anything else, and if it if it turns into like a fun time, then we're lucky. So that's good. But the thing about Into the Odd is it's a nice, tight little system. Um. There's very few rules to like sort of swat away when there's something you know. Uh, it allows me to talk a lot and impose my will <laughs> upon unsuspecting miners and right. stuff like that. So yeah, um, that's fun. Uh, I got to play in a couple games of uh, <clears throat> Lamentations, mm-hmm. I guess, mm. which was good. Nice. Yeah, and of course I'm always getting stomped at 40k with my uh, my Sunday beer buddies. So that's yeah. So, yeah. Um, painting, writing. You know, doing layout. I, w- I help with Santa Core a tiny bit, um, but uh, I don't have the layout skills to be. Uh, uh, my layout is like second level. I'm, you need probably like, like third and fourth to really. Yeah, <laughs> right. I know what you mean. Yeah, f- yeah, fourteen slash thirty eight or something in the grand scheme of of uh, you know first edition stats for my cavalier of layout. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that's a little cryptic. Uh, awesome. Anybody with an unearthed arcana knows what you mean. My calligraphy skill is actually higher than that. I, that's a that's not a skill. That's a proficiency, if I remember correctly. Yeah. All right. Yeah. It's, or yeah. I'm I've sorry. actually I, I just I've... fixed. Uh, I I do a little bit of bookbinding myself, and uh, and oh, nice. I just fixed the spine on my original my original uh, Oriental Adventures. Because it was all like, because those Beautiful. that was that shitty book era 
of TSR yeah, when the yeah. spines were bad. My unearthed arcana. Oh, here we go. Apart. Here we go. Yeah, so's so's my unearthed. Yeah, arcana. so I uh, page is falling now. Out. The spine it's still got a little bit of you know crap there from that, but uh, the uh, it's a family. It's all back together now. We'll yeah. Yeah, even I even know yeah. when I got it because I wrote that date in here for some reason. Beautiful. I mean, that was. I mean, think of what kind of a leap of faith that was for them. I mean, was any gonna anybody gonna buy that? I mean, it, it turned out that a lot of people. Well, but a did, lot of this stuff had already been had published, a, you know, in another form. Yeah, a, lot, a lot of this yeah. stuff was taken straight from Dragon Magazine, you know. And right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's true. That's a good point. So, yep. I mean, water elves. Come on, seriously. Water, well, <laughs> water elves. Well, I'm gonna, I, honor. I'm gonna say now, fuck the elves. <laughs> I, I hate elves. The Tolkien guy just said, "Fuck the elves." I just want that to what? be. Dude, that's you're yeah, seriously you're blowing we'll my mind. Tolkien elves at the break because you'll have no podcast left. Yeah, I will no, we don't need to talk. Are you... <laughs> we're good. We're good. <laughs> breathe, man. Breathe, man. Legolas, Legolas, just he's a, he's a, he's got nice that's right. hair. No, that's what's no, it's a wig. Kind of... It's a wig. All right. Done. I'm poking him. What are you running? <laughs> are you running anything? <laughs> you're running stuff still. I... I do, but the last, as as you probably know, because of your metal gods, um, the last two Thursdays have been major oh, holidays, yeah. and we have not yeah. played. Mm. Um, yeah. God damn you, Santa but, Claus. But check this out. I'm checking. I didn't run it. I didn't run it, but I played first edition Stormbringer on Saturday night. What? And shit, man. And, and I you liked didn't it call a lot. me up and be like, hey, Adam, you got to get over here. We're playing Stormbringer. Uh, we we had like six people, and you I mean, could have had have. seven. Think was about it, how was awesome. Was it a prelude to like a goth orgy yeah. or something? <laughs> no, they all <laughs> were smoking. I, and, and if it wasn't, lotus. could I just think? Yeah, and, yeah, belladonna addicts. Yeah. That's what we are. Yeah, nice, beautiful. Yeah, it was. Uh, I mean, we 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 kind of sat down and did characters together, and then kind of did a little bit of um, lotus eating rumpus. Yeah. I didn't. I almost summoned an, an earth elemental, but you didn't I sacrifice didn't, enough because I wanted to. I wanted to hit somebody instead oh. with my javelin. Uh, yeah. Naturally. Uh, apparently you can't. Is that sexual metaphor? No, <laughs> it wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> you almost summoned an earth elemental, but you chose to hit her with your javelin. Apparently, and that's how uh, with a... Uh, <laughs> 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 I can't lay it out any more straightforwardly than that. Nice. Hold on. Nice. How about you, Adam? Uh, I've got oh, nice. sad news to report. It seems as if my uh, Hyper Barbaria game is kind of on indefinite hiatus because the kids Ooh, I play oh, yeah. with are erratic in schedules and stuff. Now, we actually played this Saturday, but I don't know when the next time we're going to ever get to play is. It It happens more than it doesn't. Yeah. Yep. Wait, yeah. no. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it like had it. been happening more than... It got to the point where it was like... Not happening as much as it was happening. So we're like, yeah, right, right, right. yeah. okay, well, sort out your schedules, kids, and talk to me when you've done that, you know? I, yeah. I'm a firm believer that 75% of all campaigns we ever plan shit the bed within the first three sessions, if not before. Well, this game has been yeah. going on for over a year, so... Oh, that's... Yeah. A, oh. Uh, and I, I will I say, even, I, with, I even, yeah. with a large degree of pride, this game's been going on for over a year. One character is level five. <laughs> One character just hit level two. <laughs> so, uh, out of, like, that, it's, there's been a nice attrition, you know, like lots of characters have been dying and getting horribly mutated by, you know, crazy machines, you know, deep inside of a dungeon. Awesome. It's, it's been a lot of fun. Uh, and lot, 
high turnover rate, and they've been learning to deal with their character death quite well. What they can't deal with is the death of their animal companion. They had a like a mascot. <laughs> they had this dog. Like they they, oh, dude, they like got to get a war dog. Okay, get a war dog. And we rolled on Zach Smith has that uh, you know war dog table or the you know yeah meat shields. Is it meat shields? No, I'm thinking no, Zach no, Blazer, that's, sorry. that's Greg Gillespie. Greg Gillespie. Uh, sorry. Yeah, that's, um, but Zach forever ago put on his, uh, blog this, you know, random dog chart. So I rolled it and they got like the shittiest dog and, um, <laughs> it's like missing an eye and it had mange and all this. And it ended up, the dog had like all of one hit point. So they started, they're like, they're bringing this dog into the dungeon. Somehow the dog like managed to survive like trip after trip into, you know, in, uh, B1 in search of the unknown, like, um, which we'll talk about in the second half of the show. <laughs> but, uh, and they got, they got to the end. Or, sorry, um, they, they've been taking care of this dog. They've been feeding it and stuff, and, you know, its mange is gone, and now it's got some meat on its bones. Still got one uh, one eye. And they um, they killed it by throwing it at a bunch of knife-wielding gypsies. Well, that'll do it every time. They thought it was going to be like, oh, we'll throw the dog, attack dog, it'll go, and then stab, dead. Now they're on a quest to find the hag of the hills who will do a pet cemetery job on their dog. <laughs> nice. nice. Re- reincarnation. Did they, nice wouldn't that be great? Name the dog nice. Lucky? Yeah. No, they named it Bark Reynolds. <laughs> Bark Reynolds. Are these are these like no? Teens? They're in their twenties. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah. even even better. Yeah, they're even clever better. kids. That's good stuff. Bark. Hyper Barbaria. I really hate clever names. <laughs> I can't stand that. Like my friend Sean. You met yeah. Sean. He's always got some ridiculous name. I'm like, no, you can't use it. Why do you tell him no? No, there's Why no. Not? Gnome Klauski. There's no <laughs> Elfron Hubbard. <laughs> Actually, I let him use that because that that was mine. I said, you better not name him Elfron Hubbard. He's like, man, that's genius. I'm going to do it. I, well, we had a game and we tried to nice. get this guy's character because he had a gnome, no one. And we were just like, oh, God, somebody kill this guy. Uh, uh, <sighs> See, I can, I'm okay with that. But Gnome Chomsky's good. I like that. That's good. Yeah, that's good. Uh, only if he has like a giant yeah, yeah. Uh, underbite. Yeah. Well, you make I him a half, give him half work. I mean, if he doesn't start oh, yeah. with it, you got to make sure it happens. You know. Yeah. It, you know, oh, it'd be yeah. half anything. You'd be all gnome, bad. All gnome, all chomp. Yeah. <laughs> all gnome, all chomp. Nice. <laughs> oh, well, I think we've managed to completely exhaust this this first portion. Of our or this episode of uh, Drink Spin Run, um, as always, send your comments, complaints, requests, and death threats to us at dsr at net. And join us next week. Uh, continue our conversation with James Spahn and Noah Stevens when we talk about yeah, our favorite yeah. old school modules. All right, and yeah, thanks everybody. Yeah, thanks for thanks special guests. And awesome, my pleasure. Thanks for having yeah. me. And thanks, listeners, who are gorgeous, by the way. Gorgeous. All right, we're out.